Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. The goal of this podcast is to deliver a little bit of sunshine to you weekly. Each episode is meant to challenge and inspire you. I'm no expert. I'm just a regular gal who's inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. All right, welcome back. This week, we are talking about You Are Enough. Lots of people reach out and ask me, how do I come up with the topic that I'm going to talk about each week? It's usually based on a conversation that I've had with friends or family or whatever book I'm reading that week, whatever strikes the nerve. And this week, I was listening to a book by a lady named Lynn Twist, and her book is called Unleashing the Soul of Money. I will put a link to her book in the show notes as well as on the resources page of the website. She just talks about how we are raised in a society of scarcity. So from the moment we open our eyes in the morning, we think, oh, I don't have enough time in my day to do everything that I need to get done. And we're just constantly bombarded with marketers telling us we are not enough. So my house isn't big enough. My car isn't new enough. I'm not slim enough. I don't make enough money. Whatever it is, I am not enough. More is better. And in this book, she actually takes you through some guided meditation that you actually finish it and write out all the people as well as the things that you have that bring gratefulness in your life. And she actually calls it gratefulness. And I really like that as opposed to grateful. Her book really got me thinking back to that phrase, you are enough. It also reminded me of a lady that I met on a plane before the world shut down with COVID-19. We kind of giggled. We were wondering if we were heading to the same conference. She was actually working at a healthcare conference, and I was going to PodFest to learn how to do this. And so I was talking to her and picking her brain about the conference she was going to and what sounded like a pretty cool job to me. And then she said to me, what are you going for? And I explained PodFest, learning to do a podcast. And of course, inevitably, she asked me the question, what's your podcast about? And I just kind of sheepishly said, well, I've been on this journey of finding the happier me, and I want to take people along this journey with me because I think it's something that we're all looking for. And she said to me, oh, that's a good one. I just think it's so wrong that people who have a good job and they're unhappy, they shouldn't be allowed to be unhappy. Like they have so much. I'm not a confrontational person, but I did have to say to her, I don't agree with that, actually. I don't think that our happiness is tied to how much money we make, how far up the corporate ladder we are, or anything like that. I do think that our basic needs need to be met, but I don't think that we are allowed to tell anyone else how happy or unhappy they're allowed to be, because I think it's an inside job. Anyways, this created a fantastic discussion with this really neat lady who many years ago had lost her job. And as she was reinventing herself, she works conferences and events. And she travels around the world to do these. Now, unfortunately, she was in a very stressful time in her life, again, because this amazing career she'd created for herself was about to be seriously affected by COVID-19 because she was going to work the 2020 Summer Olympics. And at that point, they hadn't canceled it yet, but they were talking about it. And she said for her, that's three to four months of work. That has got to be devastating. And it was really interesting conversation with her. 
And I was really impressed with how she had reinvented herself. This really cool career that she had created where she gets to include meeting people and travel and doing something that she's obviously very good at. But I didn't agree that people who have good jobs are not allowed to be unhappy. First of all, I don't think anybody else is allowed to tell us how happy or unhappy we're allowed to be. But it got me to thinking about how much we compare and how much we look at others and we think, man, when I have that house or when I have that car or when I get that promotion, I will be happy. And inevitably, once we get there, we find out that we are not happier, that we fall back into our own sort of level of discontent. And that's where we kind of go back to Lynn Twist talking about that's how we're marketed to. That is the society or the culture that we are being raised in that it's not enough. More is better. But again, it's all about comparison, showing successful people are happy or beautiful people are happy. And this all got me thinking back to Marissa Peer's book that I spoke about back in the beginning of the podcast. And the book is called Ultimate Confidence. And She's the one who started that movement, You Are Enough. And because of her, I have a sticker on my mirror that says, just be you because I am enough. But Marissa Pierce was talking about in her therapy practice how she works with top models and high-end actors, and even they are comparing themselves to others. So if they win an award for top actor of the year, there's even more stress and pressure on them to maintain that title because they feel like they need to hold it for another year kind of thing. Again, that's looking for outside validation as opposed to inside validation. And when I went back into this Marissa Peer's book, just started reading through it again. And I think I told you previously that when I read a book, I use colored pens and I underline things that really jump out and speak to me so that when I go back to the book, I'm immediately drawn to the things that spoke to me most the first time. She says, as a grown-up, your own voice is the most important voice that you will hear and believe. Your opinion is the most important opinion. And I had forgotten about this exercise where she gets you to think about going back into your childhood home and just looking at your 10-year-old bedroom and in there is your 10-year-old self. And you're supposed to take your 10-year-old self by the hand and bring, for me, obviously, right, bring her with me to my now current bedroom as an adult and just show her all the cool things in my life that I've chosen to have. Because as the 10-year-old, you didn't really get to make a lot of choices. You didn't get to add things necessarily. You didn't have everything that you wanted. And so just showing that 10-year-old all the cool things that you've chosen to put in your life and all the people that you've chosen to put in your life and the clothes in your wardrobe and the music and the food that you eat and enjoy and prepare, all those really cool things to be grateful for. She also says you're going to sit down with this 10-year-old, your 10-year-old self, and you're going to ask, what did my 10-year-old self really need to hear? And then you're going to turn around and say that to your 10-year-old self, because guess what? She is still inside of me, and she needs to hear those words, that I am beautiful enough, that I am smart enough, that I can do this, that my friends love and appreciate me. And so all those things that you need to hear actually have to come from yourself first. You can't wait to hear them from the outside. And as an adult, it's basically our responsibility to take care of her. And we'll talk about this in a couple of weeks because I'm going to touch on self-compassion. But it's all about realizing that that little girl is still inside of there. And the only person whose responsibility to take care of her is mine. My parents, they've been done for years. That exercise for me just made me realize that 
I have a lot of things. I have enough. I am enough. It just makes you realize that you get to define your own happy. And the sooner we stop comparing ourselves to everybody else out there and the lives that they're showing you, those masks that they're showing you, they're not necessarily real. And so figuring out what you want, who you want in your life, and defining your own happy is the first step, I think, to being happier. So I think I told you that Hot Guy Editor and I, we go for our daily walks. And a few days ago, he said to me, what's coming up on this week's podcast? And I had told him my concept for this week. And he says, oh, yeah, did you see the quote that Stacy posted on Facebook? And I hadn't seen it. So Stace, thanks for posting that on Facebook. Your timing was perfect. So here's the quote. You don't have a right to the cards you believe you should have been dealt. You have an obligation to play the hell out of the ones you're holding. And that's by Cheryl Strayed. Don't forget, if you want to get on the mailing list, just go to the website, thehappieryou.net, on the podcast page, sign up for the newsletter. All right, happy people. This week, I want you to play the heck out of the cards that you've been dealt. Have a great week and go get your happy on. conversations that I've had with friends and family. Why did I stutter on that? All right, happy people. Oh, wait, I forgot the quote. <laughs> All right. In a world that doesn't want you to like yourself or whatever, that, well, I can't remember the quote, darn it. Brene Brown, of course, I can't go a whole episode without mentioning her. <laughs> so there you go. There's my Brene Brown mention.